This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I'm looking at these numbers, right? Like only 10 people do this, and the Jaguars have two of them to do it this much. It's called market inefficiency. This is you went right up to the coach and he was like, take a look at dumb dumb brains over here telling us to let our pass rushers rush the passer. Well, this is why the safety that didn't play college. Yeah, because they picked him off the street and said, You're a safety now. Devin Lloyd, you'll play running back. ETN, you're the head coach. Doug Peterson, you're cut. We don't have rules. This is Jacksonville. <laughs> This was what Urban Meyer tried to do. It was his vision. He said they stole my whole flow. Word for word, bar for bar. We are here. It is division preview time. Unfortunately, we do have to preview all the divisions. I checked with Rudman. I was like, can we just do like one or two? And he said we should finish what we started. So here we are. Thank you for tapping in for the other ones. Thank you for tapping in for this one, hitting that thumbs up as you walk in the door. Joining school, joining the McMahon, joining myself to talk some AFC South football. Yay, is what everybody said. <laughs> we start with the team that, oh, just good vibes all off season. For these Indianapolis Colts, their number is six and a half. They went four, 12, and one last year. And in case you forgot, they started three, five, and one. Fired Frank Wright, brought in Jeff Saturday, and what is maybe the best day of my life. <laughs> they beat the Raiders and then lost the next seven in spectacular fashion. What did these Colts do this offseason, Colin? <laughs> I did forget they beat the Raiders immediately, which is Immediately. Very and it was like, hey, whoa, what did <laughs> I say no? Hey, maybe you don't need to be in and around it. Saturday's talking that talk. Ursa had the same speech Dion just had after Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe? Yeah. <laughs> A lot more, a lot more words slurred in his speech, though. A lot, a lot harder to understand in Jim Irsay's speech. <laughs> Do you believe Chris Ballard? 
they've only like lost. <laughs> they haven't gained, but like, which is weird because their off their offseason has been so weird. They they hired a coach people like came right out of Philly. They hired him legally. If you were to guess which the Cardinals <laughs> or the Colts, which team was going to hire the guy illegally, I would have bet on the Colts. I would have been wrong. Uh, they traded Stephon Gilmore, who still has plenty left in the tank for an already bad defense. They're like, we don't need you, old man. Uh, they brought in Big Shoe, which only this uh, show would even point out. Uh, they brought in Samson Ebukam, Taven Bryan. They lost Bobby Okariki, who I think I'm higher on than any person on the planet. Uh, I think he was just named a captain for the Giants as well. So people people do appreciate him in real franchises. Paris Campbell, gone. Rodney McLeod, gone. Yannick Ngakwe, gone. Not sure how big of a loss that is. He's the most up-and-down player on a down-to-down basis I think I've ever seen in my life. He's the most available player at all times. So if they want him, if they change their mind at some point, I feel like they'll be able to get some Yannick back in the Well, he did sign, but you're right. That doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And obviously they took Anthony Richardson. Uh, Shaq Leonard or Darius? Darius? What's he going by now? I think Shaquille. Fool Shaquille. If I remember correctly, he was like, call me whatever you want. I'm not that picky. Uh, yeah, he came in, Darius, and then he was like, by the way, my first name Shaquille. Uh, by the very, way. <laughs> he's has more concussion issues. He's not sure he's going to play week one, which is always a bad thing to start the season with. Uh, and when I look at this defense, just a whole lot of mediocre at best in a lot of places. Obviously, they've got Buckner. They've got Quiddy Pay year two or three. Um so maybe there's something there, but this was a bad defense last year. I don't anticipate it being much better. And one of the big strengths of this team historically has been their offensive line. Took a huge step back last year. Uh, Quentin Nelson wasn't as dominant as he had been. And uh, I always forget their, their right guard's name is Will Fries, which I do appreciate. Um, but, yeah, it's just not – not a lot of weapons on offense. There's not a lot of talent on defense. There's there's not, other than having a young quarterback and the most physically gifted quarterback to ever enter the NFL, not a whole lot of reason for optimism here. With this whole Jonathan Taylor stuff, is this the worst skill group in the Yeah. League? Yes. Yes. These running backs. Like Pittman solid. It's time to pay him or decide something for him. But just – it just feels like a nightmare start for AR. Like if he could, if he plays average ball, I'm like, no, nah, he's him. If he's a- right. close to average, it's like, nah, he's gonna be something different. They have four it's- wide receivers on the roster that I'm seeing total. Arthur Smith did it first. <laughs> I just, I think they have I more. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't see it, man. Like you said, Shaq Leonard started one game last year. And if it is going to be concerns about can he stay on the field, I guess I don't know what their strength is. Defensive line, I guess, like you said, Buckner, Stewart, Quiddy Pay. Is that the strength? Like, what's the strong point? Oh, yeah. Still they, the offensive line? Yeah. I almost forgot they reset the, the kicker market when they gave Matt Gay a bunch of money last offseason. So, I, sure. Sure. <laughs> Third easiest schedule. You need a good kicker when you got the third easiest schedule. They have any, I was going to say they have any tough spots, but with some of these rooms we just lifted off, I think they're all tough spots. I mean, 
not like a crazy stretch. I would guess it's this December stretch at Tennessee because it's a division game at Cincinnati, second half Bengals, the Steelers, and then at the Falcons. It's three road games. They're, they have a week 11 bye, which I like. They play Tampa, which nobody should watch that fucking game. That's a bye, uh, yeah. It's, so, yeah, it's three out of four road games, and the home game's the Steelers. So that's not great. Like that's you get the Raiders on the other side of it, and then Houston and the season, which I like Houston more than the Colts. So that's and they're gonna be fighting. Uh, like they don't have their pick. They'll be trying to. They're not gonna be checked out. Right. That week, I think this team kind of stinks, man. I think it is really. It's as a non-Colts fan, I can laugh at it loudly, <laughs> but just how well they were set up. All, 2018 or 19 draft and it's like man they're set they have cap space they have everything but a quarterback which we see teams get into and then they try quarterback after old quarterback after old quarterback after old quarterback now they have the young guy and none of the other stuff (laughs) and that the young core they're not even cheap anymore all those guys have been paid or about to be paid so you've you got to share to get off the pot man like you can't just just run it out forever i just wonder is this the year Chris Ballard's on the hot seat, GM. Because they only wonder because they let him pick the quarterback of the future. They let him pick the coach. So is this like, hey, man, like we still trust you? Or is this a, if you're fine, all of them are gone. Richardson's gone. Stike is gone. You're gone. We'll start this all over again in 12 months. So hard to know what Jim Mercer is going to do. He doesn't know. He he th- <laughs> and denies I, it when you read it back to him. I would love to play an experiment with Jim Mercer where, like, every single day you ask him, "Hey, who's the head coach? Who's the GM for this team?" Every day and see what he says for like a whole month. See how many different answers you mm-hmm. get. You'll get a Jeff Saturday, I guarantee it, once yeah, or twice. Like, Where the hell's Jim Caldwell? I ain't seen Caldwell in two weeks <laughs> around here. Six and a half is the number for these Colts boys. Hires, hires from everyone. Fuck no. What would have to happen for them to go seven and ten? Anthony Richardson would have to be the best football player. Like not for a rookie, not for a, not for a a guy in this scenario. He'd have to be the best ever. If they won seven games, I. If they win seven games, I will pound the table. For Anthony Richardson to be MVP, like I will be screaming it, and or Steichen Coach of the Year, like yeah. one or or both of y'all is on to something. If this team clears six and a half, I just do not see it. It's a no. low for me. Scooby, ready to talk your talk us into your cult, man? I know you're ready no to way it. lower, way lower, way lower. They're actually an interesting team. What if they get the number? They have their pick, right? They didn't trade up for Richardson. They just took him. No, they stayed four. Yep. So if they have the number one pick, what do they do? They'll fuck it up. No matter what they do, it'll be wrong. Uh, But it's an interesting thing to consider. That is it. Because it's like if it went that poorly, but you expect it to go poorly. Like Anthony Richardson is a project. How much would he have to show for them to be like, actually, we're all... It would be a very culty thing to do. They just get number one picks when there are generational quarterbacks. So, or maybe AR is that guy. I feel like consensus would be still take Caleb. I just, I just need to see. I'm just ready to see what Anthony Richardson looks like 
in a highlights way. I'm not watching Colts game. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not watching the all 22 of this. Lowers from the boys. Yeah. Lowers for these Colts. We move on to the Houston Texans. Their number is also six and a half. They were three 13 and one last year. They're on their fifth coach in four years, <laughs> which is generally good news. What did they, the Texans do this offseason? Uh, well, they, they dominated the first three picks of the draft, <laughs> which I love. I love the aggressiveness. Who gives a fuck? Who give, next year? I don't give a shit about next year. We can take guys right now, you understand. In this uh, division? Yeah. Right. That's part of it. I do like the guys they took, and they pair it with a first-time head coach in D'Amico Ryans, who I do like as well. So I don't – people were shitting on him for the aggressiveness. Oh, you can't trade up for an edge rusher. It's like, I don't understand that. If we – most people agree it's the second most important position, and if you think that's a generational guy, yeah, why not? That doesn't seem insane to me. Uh, also, if also, you have picks two and three, does it like if they took Will Anderson second and traded up for TJ Stride, if you gave up the same right. exact thing, so it, you got your guys. Uh, they brought in Dalton Schultz, who no, just no one really wanted, which I found strange because he's for the rest of the Titans in the league, good. like really good. Uh, Denzel Perryman, Devils, Devin, <laughs> Devil, Devin Singletary, George Fant uh, to back up already a strong line. Uh, Jimmy Ward came over with D'Amico Ryan's. Bobby Trees is here. We'll see what he has left. Shaquille Griffin's here. Sheldon Rankins is here. Uh, Brandon Cooks is no longer here. He finally got his wish. He is a free man. They kind of traded uh, Dalton Schultz for Brandon Cooks in a weird roundabout way. But that's that's my biggest question, concern for rookie year CJs. Does he have anyone to actually throw the ball to? And it's, yeah, maybe it's a Nico Collins, maybe Mechie. Is ready to get back to it after a year off. Again, Bobby Woods did not have a good year last year. If he's just ready, Schultz is solid. Pierce, I saw like some comeback player for Damian Pierce. I was like, he didn't even get hurt, did he? He was just, they were just like, we're bad. We're just not going to put these miles on his leg. It was a smart decision. I don't know if it gets him in the comeback player of the year talk. My, just looking at this team, they've been bad. Right, hot take. They've won the last three years. They've won eleven games. They don't have no like like where are the studs? You know what I'm saying? Like where are the like Pierce is nice. I think Stingley's nice. Uh, Jalen Petrie also in the secondary. But it's who else you got? Like Laramie Tunsil's really good. He's on his like third or fourth contract. Titus Howard's I think 27, 28. Good, but it's, I, I, that's just my question for a team that's been this bad and has extra capital rolling in. From the Watson trade, y'all don't have no more studs. Like, did they swing and miss on somebody? Because I don't see that either. Like, in, no. like first round history or something. Yeah, it's it's more like they just like you know we talk about the guys getting bites at the apple. Like they don't even take a bite at the apple because oh we got Davis Mills. We're not even going to try to get anyone else this year. You know, we're just going to see what Mills has. You know. I'm so, sure. Well, I think well they traded two first for Tunsil. So that, oh yeah. I was like, so that's two. So I, yeah, like you said, I can't. I don't have swings and misses in my mind, but they traded two for Tunsil, and they trade another. I mean, I guess not until this year's draft. Yeah, gave up twelve, thirty-three, and next year's first to get Will Anderson. So a hefty price 
but it's for Will Anderson, right? You have incentive to compete now. You can't really tank. I do want, like, could they have offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year like the Jets had last year? That'd be best case scenario, clearly. I just don't know if I see it with CJ's end of that bargain. Line should be decent for a young team, young quarterback. What's their schedule looking like? They get to go to Baltimore immediately, and I can't imagine a worse time to play Baltimore. Those guys are having a ball uh, just being around each other. That's the team you want to hit when they're like maybe facing some question marks, not immediately. So don't the love that. they'll be all year, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, they get the Bengals second half, Bengals week ten, but nothing. They get the Jets week fourteen. Nothing sustained throughout the season. Like they end with at Tennessee, Cleveland, Tennessee, at the Colts. So if they're looking to get out of uh, that that bottom of the draft for the Cardinals, those last four weeks, they could really – like they could double their win total, theoretically. They could go from four to eight, or if they even have four by that point, they could go from two to six. <laughs> like that end of the season is where they should be feasting. Uh, they play the Cardinals week 11, so they do get to control that part of it as well. They play Tampa. (laughs) They play Tampa. They play the whole NFC South uh, in a row. Now that I'm looking at it, they play at the Falcons, the Saints, by at Carolina, Tampa. Schedule maker was like, I'm just going to take the week off this week. Did D'Amico Ryans make the schedule? (laughs) It's not terrible because they get the Bengals after that. So I could already see they win four in a row. They're like, oh, look how hot this team is. And the Bengals just thumped them. 37 to (laughs) 3. Could very much see that. Yeah, you meant Jimmy Ward in there, I do think would definitely help that secondary. Stingley, somebody I worry, or not even worry about, just wonder more than worry. Because I know D'Amico Ryans did not use man coverage a lot last year, but I wonder is that more his style or was he playing to the personnel? I know Stingley has, like, that's been his thing, how good he was in man coverage from the time he's like 18 years old. So does he take a step forward? He, again, they just don't have the studs. He better. Because they have a brown, a first and a fourth round pick from the Browns coming. After that, that's it. They'll be cashed in from the the nasty man trade, and it's like this is what we have to show for. And you sending picks out the door to Arizona, so this is essentially their team. Do we talk? Yeah, they have any other young guy? I know Damian Pierce. We mentioned. Um, I mean, Petrie, you hit on too. I feel like he'll be better, especially playing next to Ward, as opposed to just kind of being back there. On his own. Mechie's kind of a rookie because of the cancer. Uh, so I'm interested if, like, the pass catcher room doesn't look nearly as bad if he looks like the guy coming out of Alabama. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Christian Harris was a linebacker out of Alabama. He was 81st out of 81 last year. Uh, he was a rookie last year, but. Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> correct. Um, but, no, I mean, it's it's the guys this year who are going to to really be the difference. I'm pretty sure Kendrick Green, who was there, or Kenyon Green, excuse me, who was their first-round pick last year, uh, I think he's already hurt, if I remember correctly. So that's hard, right? Yeah, that's that's tough. And he ranks 77th out of 77, but I don't think he's that bad. I think it was just he was a rookie on on a not-good team. So we'll see. But, yeah, it's not – it's really just the guys they took this year who are – 
the real keys to whether this team's going to be really bad or, I mean, it's a winnable division, not necessarily this year, but looking forward, if these guys develop, they're not in the worst position. Yeah. It's like for, for a team coming off a three-win season that might win three again, I think they should have a good offensive. Like, we know about their their tackles are good. Like, you mentioned Kenyon Green. I have to get through the injury stuff. But, like, added Shaq Mason, who's not, you know, peak Patriot Shaq Mason. But it's a helpful offensive lineman. And I also got Josh Jones, who played well for Arizona last yeah, year. Yeah, for nothing. Be, yeah, so just picked <laughs> him up. So the line might like that alone. If you're thinking we have a we can have a solid line, that'll let Pierce get cooking. That'll give CJ some time. That'll let our receivers develop as we go. That would be the hope. Six and a half is the number. More lowers. I fear. It's a day of lowers. That's why I was getting all my hires out the way. They laughed at me. They laughed at me when I had every single team in the AFC higher. I think it's a lower two, man. Though I could see seven just because they don't have their pick. So there's that incentive to try to get to maybe seven. But you also have the Brown. You have a pick coming in. So you're not pick less. I'll be frank. I look forward to not watching a lot of this team either. This year, this year, it's lowers from the boys for these Texans. The Tennessee Titans. Scoob's man, uh, Mr. Vrabel, is back again. Seven and a half is their number. This is a team that started seven and three last year, but the problem is they finished seven and ten. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Would they do this offseason? They signed DeAndre Hopkins. That's it. Like they, they, there's people here who they also signed. Uh, Andre Dillard, who's really, I mean, no offense, has done nothing as a pro. Uh, Arden Key, who had his best year last year. Um, like PFF had him as the 51st uh, best player available. That feels a little rich. Uh, Aziz Ashahir, fine linebacker. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, fine corner. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they lost David Long Jr. is a really good linebacker. He went to Miami. They lost Austin Hooper, who's fine. Uh, they lost Marcus Walker. They lost Nate Davis. Taylor Luan's like retired, I think, or he's at least not here. It's not part of this. Yeah, he's been I think he did retire. injured a lot as well. But if Andre Diller's the replacement, that's not exactly like shoring up that, that spot. You know what I mean? So. I don't, I don't know what to make of the Titans. I feel like I'm lower on them every single year. They go out there. They're completely either like winning the AFC in the regular season or like last year, like a 500 team that blows a playoff spot in the last week of the year. I don't know. I still don't know why them and the Patriots are the only two teams interested in DeAndre Hawkins. That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me that he ended up here. <laughs> none of it None of it really makes any sense. He was on pace for 121 catches for 1,300 yards last year after he came back. Juiceless at that. And, yeah, nobody wanted him. Like, they – new GM, new offensive coordinator – their coordinator is Tim Kelly, who was the offensive coordinator for Bill O'Brien in Houston. So, I mean, those solid offenses that they had there. 
But this is like, I don't like Tannehill's in the last year of his deal. Derrick Henry's a running back pushing 30. Hopkins is, I feel like he's never as old as I think, but he's not a, not a spry man. But all those guys are just affect, like when healthy, they're effective. Tannehill was hurt last year, but the three previous years, he finished ninth, fourth, and eighth in QBR. Not a perfect measure, but was playing well enough. New offensive line, like Skaronsky's in there. Luan is out. Yeah, what are the new pieces there? Year two of Dylan Radins, who people were high on coming out of the draft last year. I'm not going to pretend like I was watching North Dakota State offensive line film. So people were high on him. Didn't play a ton last year. Jalen Duncan was a rookie out of Maryland. He's a tackle about, I think, in the seventh, sixth. But people were high. People were really high on it. Yeah. Yeah, really high on him. Uh, it's very like I remember saying up to the draft. The draft will feed you like the three top tackles, and they're all like projected to go top ten. And then they don't scout scout anyone else. Like they don't rank anyone else. They rank the next hundred and fifty players. They're like, fuck, we haven't had a tackle or a guard in quite some time. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are those are the young guys. And Caleb Farley was their their mm. first round pick. That was in twenty one. Uh, so it's been a while, and he came out of Virginia Tech with injury concerns, and he has lived up to those injury concerns thus far. Uh, if he can stay healthy, this secondary probably looks a lot better, but I don't know that we're ever going to see that, as, as sad as it is to say. Well, I also don't – and this I just saw it recently. He – like Caleb, his house exploded. He just lost his father in that. So I don't, like, I don't know his status for like playing at all this season. Um yeah, a terrible story there. They have like two young quarterbacks. I just want like who's gonna pick up the new offensive coordinator system. Like I think Malik will definitely get his chance. He seems like he's going in as QB two. Will is QB three. Do both these guys pick it up? Do neither of them pick it up? Do um, do they move Tannehill to somebody like mid-season? wide receiver? <laughs> Maybe so. Get some value out of that guy for once. Harold Landry is back or projects to be back after injury. This is, I feel like they, every team has their injuries, but it's like, I feel like the Titans, I have in my mind that they get hurt a lot or maybe the injuries are more severe. They're the ones that stick out to me. I don't know what that is, but I feel like last year they were really hurt all maybe year. That's, yeah. Maybe it was like last was. year specifically. They okay. really were. Cause down the street, like I, they lost seven in a row, but it wasn't all talent. They were literally bare bones. Right. At like bringing in Josh Dobbs to start at quarterback late. So. And it was like the year before they didn't have Derrick Henry. So it feels like the whole team's hurt without Derrick Henry. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I, I just got, I was like, that can't stay upright. What's our schedule looking like? Um, see, 13th easiest. So. Fine. Right in the yeah. middle, yeah. Yeah, fine-ish. <laughs> they got the Bengals week four, so that's... That's good news. Yeah, it's good news. Uh, they play the Ravens week six by Falcons at Steelers. So that's their easier stretches out there. Play the Jags twice, obviously, but week 11. Um, they play at the Dolphins week 14. And then they get the Seahawks at week 16. So nothing crazy back-to-back-to-back. 
Um, but there, I mean, there are some tough games in here. They get the Browns early. That game could anything could happen in that game. I wouldn't be shocked. And that's at Cleveland. Chargers week two. I feel like the Chargers aren't fucking up that early in the year. So <laughs> if, if you want to play the Chargers, it's like week fifteen. That's uh, what you want to get. And they open at the Saints. I I kind of hate. They're good at ending the season with division matchups. They never begin the season with the like that. Feels like those should be the bookends. The middle of the season, you play everyone else. The beginning right. and end of the season, you're just playing your division. That or when it's like you don't play anybody in your division, or you don't play a team in your division until week 12, and then you play them also in week 14. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we forgot you got to play the Titans twice. That's, they play at the Texans week 15 and 17. I hate that. I, <laughs> I hate that. I don't know what that is. I don't. I do not like that. Is it, it's the Vikings. They do that with the um, Lions 16. Yeah, it happens. A couple, I, I, I don't know what that is where it's just like, yep, no, we haven't prepped for you for five months, and now we're seeing you twice <laughs> in 10 days, buddy boy. Get ready. I don't know why that grinds my gears, but it makes me physically ill. I wonder how they do the schedule. Do you guys think they just press a button on the computer and the computer does it? Or do they do it actually by hand? Abacus. Well, it's like I know they they have to work around, like, concerts and stuff. Yeah. Like there's, there's so many more moving parts than idiots like us who are just like, make the schedule, <laughs> dumbed up. Like, especially play on Sunday. Yeah. The NBA. It's always just like, you know, why is this team not uh, – like, why are the Celtics for the entire month of February on the West Coast? It's like, oh, yeah, Disney on Ice is here for that month. Like, that – that happened. Yeah. I know that happens to the Knicks uh, pretty like the famously. dog show, whenever the dog yeah. shows in town. We, we should – I forgot there's a Saints game this year where Taylor Swift's in town. It's going to be chaos in the city. they got a game and Taylor Swift. She should get to play quarterback. I'd watch that. I would watch Taylor Swift play quarterback. <laughs> she's like, damn, she's better than Derek Carr. Seven and a half. Is the number for these Tennessee Titans? One seven last year, seven and a half this year. I see the boys hemming and hawing. I'll go higher. I just in general, they. I don't know if it's Vrabel or whatever, but I feel like the old like again Tannehill playing for that next deal. He old to us, but he he just saw Derek Carr get one hundred fifty million dollars. So he's like, if I I could do that too. Derrick Henry is not a running back. He's a Derrick Henry. So I kind of care less about him turning 28 or at whatever age he is. And I, Hopkins might be on that level now because I thought he was going to be cooked when he came back last year. He was decidedly not cooked. So give me higher. I will go higher on these Titans. You said seven and a half or eight and a half? Uh, seven and a half. Seven All right, I'll take the higher. Begrudgingly, I'll take the higher, but I'm not. <laughs> nine would have been too much. Nine and a half, I'm for no chance. I'm taking oh, the higher. Nine and a half. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take. I think I'm gonna take the higher, but I I don't know if Rabel keeps his job with just uh, like eight. You said that to me every year. <laughs> eleven and six. <laughs> so like, you're out of here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> he won Coach of the Year the first time I said it. I'm pretty sure. This he winning it again this year. Lock it in. 
Fourteen and three. Titans lock it up before their new arena. Or new stadium. One of these years, the mediocrity is going to fall on him. One of these years. One of these years. Scoob was UCLA hater in the seventies. Like that wooden guy, man. I'm like, I'm telling you, dog. I'm te- twelve. A little twelve titles in twelve years, man. I guess, man. The boy shit's getting old. Hires from everybody for these Titans. Yeah. That leaves us with one team left. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Their number is a round 10. They were 9-8 and eight last year. Beat the Chargers. Lost to the Chiefs. Started 4-8. and eight, Won five straight to make the playoffs. And, of course, beat the Chargers after being down 27 to nothing in the playoffs. <laughs> Would they do this offseason? Calvin Ridley got unsuspended. That was easily the biggest thing that they did free agency-wise. They they may have lost both their tackles. Uh, Juwan Taylor, they did lose, like no doubt. Yeah, they definitely lost. <laughs> He's not going to pop up week eight. <laughs> that's not. I'm that's back. Surprise. Uh, and then was a Cam Robinson suspended to start the season. Four games. So not great. Uh but yeah, they kind of just re-signed Evan Ingram, uh, <laughs> which I respect tremendously. Drafted Anton Harrison, so for they gonna have some some snaps at tackle available. He'll get a chance to contribute early. They got a year two. That or draft guys, we... pretty much exclusively. Yeah, it's it's a quite a young team, which is why you don't really have to go crazy. Uh, Luke Fortner starting center, uh, baby boy Luke Fortner. That's uh, right. Devin Lloyd, Trayvon Walker, Chad Muma out of Wyoming. Uh, they've got someone here who didn't attend a college. I don't know how you always oh, punter. Okay, all right. Well, they're not allowed. Uh, is he? No, he's not. He's a safety. What am I talking about? It's, so I don't know how that happened. You know how sick you got to be? <laughs> Holy shit, that guy's incredible. <laughs> He's going sideline to sideline. <laughs> With what tape? Like what? You know, you just see him literally going, walking sideline to sideline outside. Uh, Tank Bigsby's here. One of my favorite names, really, of all time. Like you said, Antoine Harrison's here. Uh, was it Walker Little, their other tackle? I think That's he's year thing. three. Like He's not very old at all. Um, so yeah, it's just a lot of young talent that looked good in spurts last year. If they, if they have Trayvon Walker on the, uh, defensive end, Josh Allen plan, where it's like, we're going to play you out of position for a while. And then, then it's all going to click together. I hope I had to look into the numbers myself and y'all know how much I hate to look into the data, but this defense was fourth in pressure rate. 25th in sacks. So it's like, brother, we're getting so close to home and just not getting home. Every other team in the top five pressure percentage were top five in sacks as well. So there's reason to believe that one one of those sides is a fluke. Maybe they're 24th in both. Maybe they're fourth in both. To what Coley was saying, I think they should let their pass rushers rush the passer. That's how I, me, would get set. I know, I know. But this is where the data comes in. 
10 guys took over 80 snaps, like pass cover snaps as defensive linemen. Two of them played for the Jaguars. They were Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. This is just a thing that they like to do. Now, Trayvon Walker was first graded in those guys, so maybe he should be doing more of it. Josh Allen was not. <laughs> I think he was six. At, like, he wasn't dead last, but he was. it's not what he's good at. What he's good at is run defense, where his grade was better than Max Crosby and Nick Bosa. His pass rush grade was better than T.J. Watt and Brian Burns. I am begging the Jaguars coordinator to just do no Josh Allen dropping back in the cup. Just let him do the things he's shown he is in elite no. company at. No, and that's what he said. Exactly <laughs> what he said to me. You fool. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Silly me. I what I think is the case is like Devin Lloyd, rookie linebacker, struggled last year. He's mm-hmm. rookie linebacker. The case is that if he and uh Olakun, who they signed, I think, last year can cover those guys and maybe Trayvon Walker in a pinch because he's good at it. Then you can just let Josh Allen run forward and not backwards. So that's my free idea. Well, while we're on the subject, uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's not passing the ball a single time this year. He's tight end now. Switch it up. They won't know what to do. I, dude, I was I was like, am I looking at these numbers right? Like, only 10 people do this, and the Jaguars have two of them to do it this much. It's called market inefficiency. This is You went right up to the coach, and he was like, take a look at dumb-dumb brains over here telling us to let our pass rushers rush the passer. Well, this is why the safety that didn't play college. Yeah, because they picked him off the street and said, you're a safety now. Devin Lloyd, you'll play running back. ETN, you're the head coach. Doug Peterson, you're cut. We don't have rules. This is Jacksonville. <laughs> This was what Urban Meyer tried to do. It was his vision. He said they stole my whole flow. Word for word, far from far. I do. It is Zay Jones season. Year two, guys. It's year two Zay Jones. I'm all in on Zay Jones this year. They got Kirk back in the slot because they got Ridley being number one. All things are right in the world. Zay Jones season. I think it's a lot. Yeah, I think they have four guys catch 900 yards. I don't know who breaks out. But I think it's yeah, Ridley, Ingram, Kirk, and Jones. I feel like they all catch in that range, which propels the Trevor Lawrence MVP. He did 5,000 yards without a 1,000 yard receiver or something like that. What else? I mean, a secondary is not like the Tyson Campbell's good. The non Tyson Campbell portion of the secondary. Well, they got Cisco back there. Was he a rookie last year or the year before? He was 01. So it's his third yeah. year right now. Um, shown to be good so if they can shut down one side of the field that's i mean that's good enough what are they gonna do throw to the other side every time i find that well, hard to i mean get a little pass rush pressure up front that's i know i'm thinking ridiculous to help my back in what's our schedule looking like i see 15th easiest that's literally smack dab <laughs> i think it's a week nine bye week i do it feels perfect as well they do it's uh it's kind of like every other week is tough. Like they get the Colts week one. Feels like they should win that one. If they don't win about 45 points, I'm like, these are the same old Jaguars. And then they've got Kansas City week two. Uh, if they don't win about 45. <laughs> and they've got the Texans week three, the Falcons week four. It's kind of in the middle there. Then they go at Buffalo. I feel like Buffalo plays only home games this year based off the <laughs> schedules we've looked at today. They get the Colts again. Then they get 
two road games before the bye at New Orleans and at Pittsburgh. They come off the bye for San Francisco. So that's probably your toughest stretch. But we also don't know if the Saints are good or not. Steelers are the Steelers, and then they get the 49ers coming off the bye. At home, though, so they don't have to travel it for is it. Off, yeah, it is at home. They play mostly – second half is a big home game hours, which I feel like has to be big for them. Uh, it's weird. It's weird, though. They swap. They go home away, home away, home away at the last six weeks of the season. That's kind of rough. I don't know. It feels kind of perfect. Like I'd rather have is that it? than uh... – Three game or like on the road for a month, mm-hmm. but it also depends. Like, where are we flat? If one of these is Germany, then no, they're all yeah. sure. It's it's at Houston, at Cleveland, at Tampa, at Tennessee. Oh, so it's not like, even yeah, that bad travel. Yeah, yeah, so that feel this feels like a almost perfect schedule. Do they? Like the young team starts a little slow, but if they pick it up second half, they have some schedule favor. What uh well at Houston obviously, but what what time zone is New Orleans? New Orleans is central. Okay, so they, they leave the eastern time zone twice and it's at New Orleans and it's at Houston. Everything else is well actually I don't know where Cleveland is either. Are they east? They've got to be east. Cleveland is eastern time zone. They yeah, they leave <laughs> they leave the eastern time zone twice all year, which has to be good. Yeah, none to Cali, so they don't take that Seattle or San Francisco trip. This is are there Germany games this year? I feel like we've looked. Are there? Patriots? I don't. Oh, Patriots playing Germany? Huh. Hmm. Who do they? You remember? Who? Uh, I can pull it up. I don't remember. Well, I just remember for the last, I guess going into these last year, I was like, does every single team play in Germany or Mexico or this year? It doesn't or... feel like there's. It's only the one. It, that's it all it feels like yeah. at least. That's why I was like, maybe I skip, maybe they're doing them in England. I know Mexico, they're trying to do more. I feel like the league got a lot of pushback to that from the teams. Because, like, the teams that did that, they were just dead, you know? Like, they at least told them, like, maybe, like, this year can we reel it back and, like, rework the system so we at least get a buy after we do it? Like Goodell said maybe. <laughs> well, can we not send the team, like, geographically farthest away to Germany? Like, can we not do that? Because the Week Patriots, seven. Yeah. To to Germany, it's as it's not much farther, or it's as far as the London game. So it's not like crazy for the Patriots. We play the Colts over there, so that's oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean Germany, and the jokes will write themselves. Germany does have a large. That's why they sent Tom last year. They have a, there's a lot of Patriot fans in Germany, yeah, so man. they gave us right. They gave us wait till Bosa's on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. <laughs> they give us the Colts. Oh man, they're gonna. Be, if Anthony Richardson's nice, they're gonna be like, "What is that? Ooh, what is that? What is that guy doing?" <laughs> He's running literal circles around Bill Belichick. <laughs> Anything else for the Jaguars? Ten is the number. You gonna use your one push? <laughs> I haven't yet, and it's burning a hole in my pocket <laughs> with nowhere else to spend it. You're the San Diego Padres right now. You can only spend it here. But do I want to spend it? I think this. I think they just win more than ten games. I'd be using my push just to use it, not because I thought they're going to win exactly ten games. I think this team wins more than ten. I like Dougie P. Do like Dougie P. The MVP Trevor Lawrence campaign. I need it to start now so that the Justin Fields one can start the following 
Those guys have just been one and two. So I will go higher on Tampa, these Jaguars. I'm going to go higher also. They're my Jags. I'm jagging off. I'm always jagging off. I, I just got to go higher here. <laughs> I like not stop jagging off. It literally. It's a problem at this point. It's a problem. Colby? Yeah, I'll go higher, but I, I – find it hard to believe there are two hires in this division. That's so. what, yeah, I, I'm changing mine to a push just for that. <laughs> Give me push for Jack. I will I will break the coward in case of emergency. Because it's too much. Like, we think the Colts and Texans are going to stink, stink. I guess the Titans and Jag make it up on the other end. But we all three took the high on the Titans, but I don't think none of us liked it. No, I'm sure didn't. <laughs> yeah, none of us felt particularly good about it. My tummy still hurts. Yeah. I'll push it there. I will push on 10 and wait for these 10 and 7 Jaguars. To recap, the boys are lower, lower, lower on the Colts. Lower, lower, lower on the Texans. Higher, higher, higher. Or, yeah, higher, higher, higher on the Titans. Cole and Scoob higher on the Jaguars. I am a coward and will not make a choice. I'm in a lot of pain because my push has burned a hole in my pocket this offseason. Oh, you didn't use your push either, did you, Scoob? No opportunity. So we'll see you guys next I year, mean, Push Club. Literally, yeah, it rolls over like foam in it. <laughs> two oh, pushes. Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in 30 years, Scoob pushes the whole league. But <laughs> I think the lines are perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Jaguars, seven and a half. I don't feel good at using that push, but I wouldn't have felt good with everybody agreeing on everything in this division. I don't like that. That's a surefire way for this to – this is going to be the new best division in football. Immediately. No. No time soon. So. We got anything else? on? Y'all got any any last takes on the AFC South? Any, any research you've been sitting on waiting to get off of the – I was gonna say, what are the odds of Jim say croaks mid season this year? They got a lot of they got a lot of stress going on over there. I don't know. That's one legit. I don't think you could get odds on that. Vegas is like mm, celebrity death pools. Not even like morality. They're like we would just have to pay that out, and we (laughs) we prefer not to. It's actually minus ten thousand Ursay season. He's like, huh? You just hand over money, really. That'd do it for the AFC South. That'll do it for the NFL for us. We have moved through all of our divisions. If you have not checked those out, please do. Please drop a thumbs up. Please subscribe. Drop us a con- Let us know what we're wrong about. Unless you think we got all 32 of these right. I know y'all don't feel that way. So for the McMahon, for school, for everybody helping behind the scenes, get these out. We appreciate you all. Thumbs up. The NFL is here. We've made it. Happy footballing. We'll catch you next time.